You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Obehave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is living proof that you're never too young to make a difference. And thanks to her, there are a whole lot of pets all over North America who are breathing a whole lot easier. Please give pause and applause to 12-year-old Monica Plum. She's a can-do kid from Virginia. Hey, Monica, welcome to the show. Hey, Arden. Hey, good to hear from you. And she is joined on our show today by her father, William, and we got a special treat. We actually have a real live firefighter on board. That is Battalion Chief Dave Bailey. He's with the Chesterton Fire Department in Virginia. Dave and William, welcome and thanks for joining us. Hello, Arden. Good to be here. All right, Dad, where's Thank Dad? You, Arden. There's the Dad voice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to learn about how you can help save the lives of cats, dogs, rabbits, birds, heck, even guinea pigs. Monica Plum has a plan she wants to share. So, sit and stay. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Obehave will be right back. Question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take affection. I really should mention I need time, I need love, I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Okay, everybody that's listening, raise your hand if you have a smoke alarm in your house. Now, raise it a little bit higher if they actually work. Now, raise them as high as you can if you've posted stickers on the windows that alert fire and police as to the number and type of pets you have in your home. Bravo. These are all really good safety steps. 
it's amazing. We love our pets. We do anything we can to protect them. But accidents happen. And far too many pets die in house fires. And it's not because always due to the flames, but to the smoke inhalation. And just like us, they need oxygen on the scene to be revived. Now, that's where our special guest, Monica Plum, enters the scene. Monica, you said you just turned 12, and yet you're turning heads with your campaign to save pet lives. I've teased the listeners long enough, so tell us a little bit of background on yourself. You know, you're 12 years old. Shouldn't you be just be doing Twittering and, you know, Facebook and doing a bunch of stuff? What the heck are you doing these days when you're not doing homework? Well, I am trying to raise money to purchase these pet auction masks because, like, it's something that most people don't really even think about. I mean, they just think that the normal mask can save the animals. But mm-hmm. I realize that um, they don't actually fit around the um, any animal's mouth correctly. So when I was watching an article on the news one night, I figured out about these masks, and I figured that everybody should have some in case there is ever an accident where a cat or dog or any animal is ever caught in a fire. These masks um, can go around their nose and mouth correctly so you can save the animals. So you just sat there watching TV instead of just going to get another soda or some more potato chips, you decided to do something? Yeah. So how did you go? What did you do? Did you say to your dad and mom, hey, I got this idea and, I mean, give us a little background. What was the first thing you did? Well, I had been looking for things for a while because I I really wanted to help out with animals and at the time I was too young to volunteer at any animal shelters. So my parents were trying to help me find something because I was really, um, I was really wanting to find something and everything. Everything I asked, I'd be like, "Can I do this? Can I do this?" And they'd be like, "No," because I was too, I was either too young or it was just something that we couldn't really do right then. But with this, they said that I could actually do it, and so we started looking around and we found the place where we could buy the mask. And so then we called Powhatan and asked them. <laughs> If they needed them, and they said yes, so that's just when I started. Okay, so for some of us that don't live where you live in Virginia, Powhatan is the fire department in your town? Yeah, I actually live in Powhatan, so that we have a fire station right up the road from us. Okay. And so we were, we were talking to them and seeing if they had them, and they didn't. We actually had, I think it was just one in one of our fire stations, but they said that they would love more, and the, um, so we started collecting money for, I think it was like four more. Okay. Now, I want to get um, Dave Bailey on next. Dave, you work at the fire department, I guess, in a neighboring town in Chesterfield. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. We're the county that borders Powhatan County, next door to Oh, okay. And how long have you been a firefighter? 32 years. Wow. And you're only 34? Awesome. Yes, correct. <laughs> you're like the Doogie Hauser of firefighters, right? That's right. Started when I was a pup. Oh, there you go, Pop. Perfect for the Old Behave Show. Thank you. So here comes this little girl, all of barely 12 years old, and calls your fire department and says she has an idea. I mean, what's your thoughts? Yeah, it, she, like you said, she's excellent and very proactive. We actually in Chesterfield had another humane association, the St. Francis Humane Association, donated the first 16 sets for us. We were able to equip um, most, of, actually, you know, most of our engines with those, but... When we when we got uh, contact with Monica, she came up with uh, with the rest of them. So now all of our first out engines and aerial ladder pieces each have a, a kit on them, and we've used them several times to resuscitate animals so far. Now help people out because I'm thinking you know a oxygen mask. We all know what that looks like when you see it. 
for people and how important it is for us to have the oxygen. How are these pet oxygen masks shaped differently? But just like Monica said, if you think about our face, the human face is very different than the snout of most animals. So um, until now, with these masks that Monica provided and others have provided for us, until now, we had to make do in what we call uh, oxygen blow-by because the, you know, the normal human mask would not fit between that and also we've, we've trained uh, Red Cross as an animal first aid uh, class and we've trained some of our folks to do mouth to snout. Some are okay. more apt to do that than others. That must be a real challenge if you got a bull mastiff with drool, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, <laughs> okay. You don't, you don't want to do it well on a conscious animal, that's for sure. No, no. <laughs> well, this I'm, I'm joking, but this is a much safer because an animal doesn't know maybe at that moment if you're friend or foe, and you could risk being bit, correct? Well, that's true, especially when, when you are able to successfully resuscitate an animal and it starts to come around with these oxygen masks, and, and you should have them on your, um, some examples on your, on your site. With these oxygen masks, you can, you can see that they cover the, the, the snout of the animal and prevent the animal from then opening its mouth and biting the provider. That's very important, yeah. Now, I want to get uh, William on the line. William is the proud father, proud papa of Monica Plum. You and your, your wife, Wendy, I mean, you got this cool daughter who seems to have done a lot in just uh, the first 12 years of her life. What's your thoughts about her effort to create PetMass.com? Well, we are definitely very proud parents. Uh, Monica has kind of surprised us in the whole thing. When, when she first started out, uh, she had she had set a goal of of collecting money from the people here locally and and getting the kits for for our stations. It took about a month for her uh, hitting the streets, putting up uh, little little flyers at the grocery stores, and working a couple of little small uh, like rabies clinics and stuff, and just collecting enough money to get all the kits. And and we we kind of thought that you know that was that was going to be it. She was going to have her fill of it and be done, but. Uh, as soon as she was done, made the presentation to our local department, the first thing she said was, I want to do more. Let's keep going. So uh, we, we were trying to figure out, you know, exactly how to go about it. And, you know, we, we, had, we had set up the basic website to provide some information. She wanted to expand on it and include pictures and videos and put information to, to let, try to spread the word a little bit more. Uh, we, we were really surprised at how many uh, other departments didn't even know this type of equipment existed. Plenty of them were more than willing to, you know, after all the people had been rescued or saved, uh, to do what they could for the animals, which was great. And, you know, to be able to provide that kind of equipment to them was just, just incredible. They were so grateful. It's it's actually been kind of funny to see uh, a little uh, 11, 12-year-old girl in, in front of five or six big burly fire chiefs presenting them with this equipment and how grateful they are for it. It's, it's been a great experience. Monica, let's talk a little bit about that. You must uh, sometimes come up to their belts, right, on some of these big tall dudes? Yeah. But I think you stand pretty tall in what you're doing. You've got a kind of a goal in mind. What's your goal? Well, my goal is to, just to make sure that all fire departments that are in need of any pet oxygen mask um, are able to get them whether I donate them or they buy them or there's some other groups out there that do it too. I just want to make sure that we can save as many animals as possible. Okay, so let's help our listeners because we've got a zillion people that tune into the Pet Life Radio Network. Let's get some specifics. How can they go about and try to help you help pets? What can they do, Monica? Well, if they want to get their um, 
local fire departments to um, auction masks, then they can either donate online or they can like just try and sponsor their pay for action masks and pay for the whole thing, or they can donate like five or ten dollars and just to help out in general. Okay. And then we've had. And they, how do they do that? Do they go to petmask.com? Petmask.com is that correct? Yes. How much do these kits cost? The actual mask kit is around fifty-five dollars, and then there's also the storage bag so that they don't bang around on the truck. It's around fifteen dollars. Okay. So we're talking about roughly $70 plus shipping to have these masks per truck or whatever, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And please call me Arden because I'm really now feeling much older now. I'm really feeling... I had Betty White on and she keeps me young, but you can call me Arden. It's okay. Is that okay, Dad? She calls me Arden. She's very well. Absolutely. All right. You can call me Hey You, Monica. How's that? Or Arden. Either one. So $70. And let's talk about... Hey, Dave, as a firefighter, I mean... Tell me about the sizes of these pet oxygen masks and how much training is involved for the firefighters to be able to use them properly. Yes, ma'am. There's three sizes, that, and obviously we use the, the size of mask depending on the size of the animal. The techniques that we use are very similar to what we, we train all of our EMTs and, and paramedics to use with, with people. So it's not that big a, a, uh, a change for our folks. We've got a, a, a animal resuscitation protocol, EMS pro- emergency medical services protocol that we've established uh, after a lot of research and consultation with folks like like uh, Monica and um, our, in fact, our operational medical director, our doctor, would help establish that. And it's pretty simple, you know, for our folks to continue. The chest compressions is a little bit different. Obviously, you know, you lay them on the side instead of on their mm-hmm. back as opposed to a, to a person. But other than that, our, our people, the, the skills transfer fairly well, and we've been very successful, you know, using them. We've, we've rescued several dogs, resuscitated several, and uh, oxygenated several cats and kittens. Let's find out a couple of these examples of how you were able to help a couple of dogs or cats right after we pay for this show by taking a commercial break. So everybody just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi, it's Rochelle Fav from the Twilight franchise, inviting you all to listen to Oh Behave with Arden Moore on PetLifeRadio.com. And I think you should encourage other people to listen too, because I'll tell you from personal experience, Arden knows. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Oh Behave. Here's Arden. 
Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am very honored and delighted to have Monica Plum on our show. She's a gutsy, can-do 12-year-old from Virginia. We also have her dad, William, on, and also Battalion Chief Dave Bailey of the Chesterton Fire Department in Virginia. And we're talking about something that should be in every fire station all over America and, heck, even Canada. We like those folks in Canada. And their pet oxygen mask. You can learn more by going to petmask.com. And uh, kudos goes to Monica and her dad for creating the site. It's making a difference. And as we were talking to uh, Chief uh, Dave Bailey, you were saying that you've actually put these oxygen masks to use and you have a couple of success stories you might want to share. Sure. We've had uh, actually... What initiated us was uh, Christmas morning of 06. We had a uh, house fire with two animals in it. We were able to rescue one of them, and and that's prior to getting any of these masks. And we and um, we were able to rescue one and oxygenate that animal. And so that that dog is doing okay now. That was a large lab, and that you know from that we were able we realized that there was a huge need for us. Since then, and since we've gotten these masks, we've had numerous incidents of. Uh, of structural fires where animals were inside the building, we were able to get them out and use the mask to resuscitate them. Either just you know, either just oxygenation if they're breathing on their own, which makes a huge difference. Or actually resuscitating them uh, if they were not breathing. It's a dumb question, but a very important question. What happens in a fire? I mean, we always think about being burned, but what's happening with smoke and our ability sure. to breathe? Right, especially nowadays um, with the contents in, in structures and the foam and, and padding, etc., even a, a very small fire can produce a, a tremendous amount of deadly toxic fumes within a structure. And um, either the people or the animals can become overcome and, and very quickly. And this oxygen, how fast does it work to revive an animal? Oh, very quickly. Uh, animals sometimes will, will respond quicker than humans, uh, is, is our experience so far. Every year, about every year, three thousand to four thousand people die, and many, many thousands more than that animals die in structural fires. It's estimated that about a half a million animals, pets, are displaced or some some way affected by structural fires in this country. Wow, that's pretty big figures. That's bigger than your town. Oh yeah. <laughs> and with this, I mean. I was talking, but, you know, the importance of having smoke alarms, the importance of having the stickers that say, I have two dogs and two cats in my house. Are there other safety tips you can offer our listeners to maybe help reduce some of this danger? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, a few big ones that relate directly to pets is uh, candle use, especially around uh, the holidays. Is We prefer people not to use candles, but if, if okay. they're going to do that, they need to be careful around children and pets because we've had several fires where pets will knock the candle over or, you know, that type of thing. They need to keep that in mind. Also, okay. you, you mentioned you mentioned the signs, and they're, and they're a good idea to put signs on the door. Uh, but keep in mind that when we, when we get there, if there's a working fire, we may or may not see that. And that okay. the most important thing people can do is meet us in the front yard and tell us, you know, tell us if, especially if any person is in the structure, and or if any animals are in the structure and where they're most likely to be. Because we will, we will alter our search patterns according to what we're told by people that, you know, have escaped from a house. Okay, now I know that uh, cats aren't going to be sitting out there going, thank you for saving me, thank you, thank you. They're going to hide, and our dogs are more apt to come out, right? Uh, actually, both will hide. Both really? Both generally, generally tend to hide. If you open the door and cats can get out, both animals, you know, both dogs and cats will get out. 
but often they revert back and and they will hide under beds and that type of thing, as well as kids. Kids tend to really? hide too. So that's one oh, of the that's... big big points that we we try to stress in our public safety education program for children is you know definitely don't hide. Okay, that's very important. I'm glad you said that. Now, I think people can also learn about getting pet first aid by the American Red Cross. They do have, um, they had some new DVDs and dog and cat first aid brochures. I, I took the course earlier this year, and it is, it's kind of nice to have that ability to know a little bit on how to take care of a hurt paw, but even if you needed to, give uh, you know CPR to your pet. Yeah, yes, ma'am. That's an excellent course. I'm actually an instructor for Red Cross for, for that course. That's actually oh, cool. a course that goes that goes through and teaches uh, you know the proper way to do CPR. Now, do you have any pets? Right now, down to two dogs and three cats. You said you're down to two dogs and three cats. Yeah, well, you're a guy I like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Monica, you're 12. You've got your whole future ahead of you. What would you like to do when you get older and get out of high school? Well, I really like to go to college and learn to become a, a small animal veterinarian. Excellent. Anybody in your family been a veterinarian? Not that I know. I mean, so, my mom and dad work with computers. My grandpa um, was a firefighter, and cool. he went to the Coast Guard. So. What is it about the pets that seems to get you going? What What do you like about pets so much? I don't really know what it is. I mean, they're really cute, and I don't know. Just something about them that I really like, and I I don't want to see any any person or any animal ever get hurt, but something. I don't really want to be a doctor ever, but I want to be a vet. Okay, that sounds like a very good, and I hear some little kitty in the background. you got to tell me, uh, is that Kitty Boo you got? Yes, it is. He's and what's Kitty Boo? I'm crying. Well, you got to tell people, Kitty Boo makes you look like you're still in diapers. How old is Kitty Boo? He is 18. Oh, my gosh. He's been around before you were even thought of. Yep. Yeah, our, Kitty Boo is our uh, our first baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> me, and my, uh, me and my wife got him... Uh, Way before Monica was uh, was in existence, but I gotta admit, I think uh, he's more uh, more hers than ours now. So, what's his personality like, William? Oh, he's great. He really is. He's um, he's half Burmese, half Himalayan, some kind of mix of that. Um, he's just got the the best disposition. He's uh, he's a. Uh, soon as I get home from work, he's up in my lap, trying to trying to push the remote out of my hand and get all my attention. Uh, Loves sleeping all day out on our screen porch, and uh, and whenever we get on the phone, he seems to want to come up and, and start yelling at us, telling us to get off the phone. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's probably wanting you to give him some more treats or something. He's like, why are you talking to that silly girl on the old Behave show, Arden Moore? Hey, I got some kibble over here. Give me some catnip, for gosh sakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll, he'll be silent for two hours straight, and as soon as the phone rings, he's over there. Get off the phone. Pay some attention to me. He's earned it. Yeah, he has. Now, Monica, you have how many different kits would you say through PetMass.com you've been able to get donated or purchased for different fire departments? What's the count up to now? Right now, it is 320 kits. Wow. And give me some places, some states and other places that you've been able to get them to fire stations. Well, I've donated the kits all, like, all around the country. I've donated five kits to Juneau, Alaska. I wow. donated one kit to somewhere over in Canada, and I'm going to ship one kit to Hawaii next week. Don't you wish you could be personally be able to give it to them in person in Hawaii? Can't you see if we can figure that out? <laughs> I actually asked my dad when I figured that out. I was just like, can we go in and hand deliver it? <laughs> yeah, we, we try to get out to uh, all the departments we can that are within a few hours of, 
of Central Virginia to to let her make that presentation to the departments directly. Um, so yeah, as soon as we got the uh, the donation in for Hawaii, that was the first thing she asked is if we could we could hand deliver that one. You know, I know you're smart. Now I know you're a genius, Monica. You're a good girl, man. You're going to be president someday. Heck, you'll be president of the American Veterinary Association. That's what I'm thinking. Is there anything you can say to other kids and adults? We seem to be like always feeling like we got so much to do in so little time. Is there any advice you can give any of us of all ages on how we can help people or pets? Well, if you ever think of something that you can do, I mean, like, raising money for local animal shelters or anything, just go out and do it. I mean, like, it doesn't take a whole lot of planning or stuff. Just You can, like, make donation cans and go out and raise money or just figure out how to do it and do it. Okay. And when you're not doing this and you're not hitting the books, what are some of the things you enjoy doing? Well, I like to play basketball. I like to hang okay. out with my friends and go to the pool. I don't really know much else. I mean, just kind of, like... I like to swim. Um, I'm into sports, but I don't like to watch sports. It's kind of weird. So you're not going to tune into I, the golf tournament this weekend on CBS or something? You probably won't tune into that? I don't think I will. No, probably make you feel like you're watching paint dry, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also volunteer at Richmond Animal League. Oh, what is so that all about? What do you do? Dogs. Okay, well, now that you're um, older, you get to do that, right? Yeah, actually, um, had to be, I think it was 11, and... On the Tuesday after my 11th birthday, I think it was, I think it was actually the day after. That's when I started because I was just dying to get in there. And um, I started off working with the cats, and now I'm working with the dogs. So. And what do you do exactly there? Well, um, right now I walk dogs, and we have to clean up the back of the cages. And mm-hmm. so um, we have to ble- bleach them out, and then we feed them and give them treats and have to refill their water bowls every day. Cool. And um, we have a whole back room, and we get these these cages of puppies and kittens too, and and they're just so cute. <laughs> so does that make you keep your room neater now? Yes. I, I think oh, really? I could answer that one. Let's hear, Dad. Is this making her be yeah, a neater so kid? No, it <laughs> does. <laughs> it's not busted, Monica. It's about, busted. It's about as clean as a twelve-year-old room can be. That's all right. And uh, before we say goodbye, Chief Bailey, is there any a few tips you can offer some of our listeners to keep our pets safe at home? You you gave a great tip about making sure if there is tragically a fire in your house to make sure that the firefighters know the number and type and possible location of where their pets may be. What else can we benefit? Well, to follow up on what you said earlier, I think the smoke detectors obviously is the most important thing. Make sure your, your smoke detectors work. Test them today. Make sure they work. That's going to be the quickest alerting system for you to get you and your animals out of the house. And then don't mess around because fires gain in size and strength and the smoke toxicity occurs so quick that people only have a couple minutes at the most to get out once the smoke detector is activated. Have everybody meet in the same place in the front yard so you don't have one person in the backyard and one in the front and somebody goes back in to find them. That's happened and people have died. Okay. Um, and the only other thing, you know, is to... Uh, for folks, it's a really good idea. If you like this that you've heard today, to go to go to Monica's uh, site at petmass.com, and there's all sorts of information with this showing where all the all the stations across the country, uh, all about Monica, etc. I have a pet community online site called Four Legged Life, 
and we're going to be talking about her there. And then I have a newsletter called Arden Moore Knows Pets. And I don't know if you saw it, Monica, but we made you our uh, In the Spotlight Hero for this month, for August. Did you get a chance to see it? Yes, I actually did. All right, Thank so I'm going to do anything I can to help spread the word for you, okay? Okay. Anything you'd like to uh, say, Monica, before we say goodbye? No, not really. Yeah? You're feeling pretty good, though? You, isn't it nice to wake up every day knowing you might be saving a cat or dog somewhere in some place you don't even know? Yeah, it, it does feel really good to know that i did my part to help save the animals. All right. And, uh, William, i got to admit, I wish the world was filled with uh, daughters like yours. Thank you very much. She is... Uh... She definitely makes us very proud. We're we're very happy that uh, she's willing to put forth the effort that she is. You know, me and my wife both are have, have been animal lovers for a long time and, and had all kinds of pets uh, in, in our childhood growing up. And it's just, it, it really means a lot to us to, to not only see her, you know, have the passion and put forth the effort on, on something, but that's something dealing with, uh, with helping animals and not only helping animals, but helping people because... You know, the, the tragedy of, of losing a pet, I'm sure many of your listeners can relate to how tragic that kind of thing would be. And it's uh, it means a lot to us, not only to help the animals, but to help the people and, and to be able to help the firefighters, too. I mean, so many of the fire departments all around the country are, you know, feeling the, the budget crunch and don't have the money to buy the equipment that they need and, and can use. So it's, it's really nice that uh, she's able to provide them with uh, an alternate way of getting the equipment that they need. No, that's very well stated. And so I want to thank all of you for being special guests on our show. I want to give a big pause up to Monica Plum, her dad, William, and also to uh, Chief Dave Bailey. I'm glad there wasn't any three-alarm fire going on, Chief, when uh, all the show was being recorded. So that's a good thing. And I want all of you to dash over to PetMask.com and find out what this incredible girl is doing to save the lives of dogs, cats, and other critters. Do your part. Get your fire department one of these pet oxygen masks, and you'll feel better for it. So I also want to always thank my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. So you can dash over to PetLifeRadio.com, and we're going to be posting some uh, videos uh, that the Chief Bailey is going to provide us with some actual rescues of pets that are benefiting by the pet oxygen mask right on the Pet Life Radio site. So make sure you do that and spread the word. Here is a gal who's 12 years old who's proving that you're never too young or too old to make a difference. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com.